Blog Talk Radio. For that monkey business, four five got changed for you. Motorcades when we came through. Presidential with the planes too. When better get you with the residential. Undefeated with the cane too. I said no to the Super Bowl. You need me, I don't need you. Every night we in the end zone. Tell the NFL we in stadiums too. Last night was a fucking zoo. Stay diving in a pool of people rent through Liverpool like a fucking beetle. Smoke gorilla glue like it's fucking legal. Tell the Grammys fuck that over A shit. Have you ever seen a crowd going ape shit?
attention, please. Ladies and gentlemen, the 40th President of the United States. Tom Matthews, UPI. Uh, Mr. President, earlier this year you said that you would travel anywhere in the world to further the cause of peace. Uh, considering the worsening situation in the Mideast, are you planning a trip there in the near future? We have no definite plans as of yet to go to the Mideast, but we do plan maybe perhaps in a couple of years if the settlement and the agreements have not been reached by that time. Thank you. <laughs> uh, Paul Onaki from Honolulu News. <laughs> Mr. President, the Senate has voted to proceed with development of the neutron bomb. Don't you feel this will impede further progress in the salt talked with the Russians? Quite contrary to that fact, the matter of uh, nuclear existence deals with atoms and atomic weapons, not with neutron weapons. The neutron bomb is a whole cost weapon. It is not in the cellular realm of reality. We're trying to hold it in place, and it's a neo, uh, neo-pacifist weapon. Clarence <laughs> Richards, AP. Yes, Thank you, Mr. President. I'd like to ask you a question, which I'm sure the American people would like to know. Do you feel that within the fiscal year, the unemployment rate will drop below the 5% level? Well, as you know, the 5% level pertains mostly to, if I may say, white America. In the black America, the minority situations is up to as high as 45 percent. <laughs> and we plan to, with all our efforts, try to lower that rate to about 20 percent in the black areas, and of course it will be lower in the white areas, of course. We're trying to do this and merge a United States. <laughs> Mr. President, Mr. President. Yes. Uh, Arthur Williams, Chicago Sun-Herald. You've just okayed a $250 million increase in our space program. What I'd like to know, is the main reason you did this so we can finally recruit black people for the space program? I feel it's time that black people went to space. Uh, <laughs> white people have been going to space for years. Uh, and spacing out on us, as you might say. And I feel with the, the project that we have in mind, we're going to send explore ships through other galaxies. and. No longer will they have the same type of music, Beethoven, Brahms, and Tchaikovsky. And now we have little Miles Davis and Charlie Parker. We're going to have some different kind of things in there. That's right. Yes, yes, yes ma'am. Roberta Davies, Jet Magazine. <laughs> Mr. President, on your list of candidates for director of the FBI, are you including the name of Huey Newton? Yes, I figure that Huey Newton is best qualified. He knows the ins and outs of the FBI. If anybody knows the ins and outs. And he would be an excellent director. Yo, blood. <laughs> yeah, Brother Bell from Evident Magazine. Assalamu alaikum, brother. Assalamu All right. <laughs> What you looking at, Snow White? Uh, brother, about blacks and the labor force. I want to know what you're going to do about having more black brothers 
as quarterbacks in the National Football Hunter League. Okay. Right on. I plan not only to have lots of black quarterbacks, but we're going to have black coaches and black owners of teams. As long as it's going to be football, there's going to be some black in it somewhere. Right. Oh, right. Because I'm tired of this mess that's been going down. Right. You know what I mean? Ever since the Rams got rid of James Harris, I've been my job in the You know what I'm talking about? So we're going to get down on the case now. Yeah, what, what is it? Mr. President. Yeah, what? <laughs> Mr. Bigby, Mississippi Herald. Sit down. Yeah, what is it? Mrs. Fenton Carlton Macker, Christian Women's News. Mr. President, since you've become president, you've been seen and photographed on the arms of black women. Oh. What? Oh. Quite frankly, sir, you've been courting an awful lot of white women. Will this continue? As long as I can keep it up. Uh, <laughs> I mean, why do you think they call it the White House? <laughs> Now, your predecessor, you know, President Carter, now his mother was a nurse before What is he... your question about, sir? <laughs> my question, I'm leading up to my question. The question is about your mother, if you want to be... Oh, 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 okay, it's okay, it's okay. It's okay. Please, let's take it easy. The man has a right to ask the question. Please. Please. Let's have some decorum here. Now, what is the question about you, my dear mother? Okay. <laughs> now, what, what now your question? mother was a maid in Atlanta. Yeah. Now, after your tenure, if your mother goes back to being a maid, right? Will your mama do my house? <laughs> Tune in every Sunday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on The Bottom Line with Joey L. On the new Evolution Radio Network. Another picture. Look at the so-called Egyptian, the African, of Kemet, and his and her culture. Laced with gold. Laced with silver and precious stone. The point I'm making is that you're from a rich Love, lift, life. We touch into your mind, body, and soul. This is a homage speech. Somehow we have bought into a shoebox full of fallacies. And one of them is that it's all right to be poor. Whenever you see people prospering, 
Always rejoice and bless them in your heart. Always do that. And you see, you magnetize yourself for that good when you bless other people. But you know, if you have a jealous spirit, oh, look at that. Why should they have that when I've got so little? Yeah, because you, you work, you operate your mouth against yourself. That's why. There's a verse of scripture also said, that says, Thou art ensnared by the word of thy mouth. You know, the mouth can be a dangerous thing until you learn how to operate it positively. <laughs> Some people are like a prosecuting attorney against themselves. Every time you think of something good, you talk yourself out of it. Yeah, but I know I just know I sure wish. No, but I can't. But oh, I sh Lord, I sure wish. Thou art ensnared by the words of thy mouth. Don't do that. That, that stems from your grand perennial roots and, and my perennial roots. The remarks that I heard so persistently was that all I want is just enough to get by. And then the one that my generation used was, how's it going, man? Oh, I made it. Now that's another thing And I want to warn you about this You know A lot of people are good At visualizing things For other people Yeah that's for Rockefeller That's for those rich people You'll pass by those mansions In Bel Air and Beverly Hills That look This is where the rich people live Look, look at that That's for them And you're really telling yourself Well that's for them I see them with it But I don't see myself with it Me Making what? <laughs> the standstill syndrome of hold on has been the banner of black America since we were imprisoned in this country and culture. Survival it was of the utmost importance. Just to live through was the theme of survival for the captured Africa. Okay, if you can see it for other people, why can't you see it for yourself? I taught people to do this. Here's a little technique. That whenever you see people being, doing, and having good, always be glad for them. Always rejoice for them. And, you know, say good things about them in your mind. I said, look at that old rich so-and-so. The Bible says, curse not the rich. Reverend Ike says, if you curse the rich, you'll never be one of us. <laughs> <laughs> it became a fixed mechanism in the pseudo-culture that the African was developing in this, quote, foreign land, unquote. How to survive, the need to survive, the whole syndrome of survival is a slave mentality syndrome. I remember some years ago, I uh, drove up to our place up in the mountains in, in Monterey overlooking the, the ocean and my custodian at that time was a very fine gentleman who met me outside and he saw that brand new mink, silver, gray and blue Rolls Royce Corniche. And he said to me, he says, oh, Reverend Ike, he said, I saw this car in my visualization the other day. 
I say, yeah, but you made one mistake. You didn't see yourself with it. <laughs> so I got it. Prosperity is the correct concept for the African, where most of the wealth of the planet has been drawn from. Most of the gold, most of the silver, most of the diamonds, ruby, emeralds, pearls, Africa, that says the land from which we adhere is a rich land. A land flowing with milk and honey that God's so-called chosen was sent to that land as a promised land. And when you decide it, you've got to do what? Be in it. Another picture. Look at the so-called Egyptian, the African of Kinet and his and her culture laced with gold laced with silver and precious stone the point I'm making is that you're from a rich culture a rich past it's back here the idea to be rich to be prosperous to be well to do okay? the illusion of poverty is just that it is an illusion in this teaching, that would indicate, yes, law, meaning that you have an affirmative attitude toward the law, which works to bring you to the demonstration of the good that you believe. In this cycle, we are in a high dispensation that includes wealth. You're supposed to get back something. Surely God is able. Say that. Surely God is able. Say it again. Surely God is able. The third time. Surely God is able. And I like to make it so very personal and say it this way, surely God in me is able. Say it again. Spiritual prosperity includes material prosperity. It includes mental prosperity. It doesn't exclude anything. The masters who presented themselves to a given people renounced material materiality because they were demonstrating spirituality. They didn't need to harness and sack up anything. They could have anything they wanted when they wanted it. When you believe, nothing is impossible. So you got to believe. That's real prosperity consciousness. To have what you need and want when you need it and when you want it. It is not having a large bank account. Because the bank them might go off with your money. <laughs> In your consciousness, that's where prosperity is. See it!
Let's hear it. This deals with visualization. We're not listening to whom we're supposed to be listening to. We're listening to the things that worry and trouble us. The things that confuse us occupy much of our minds. There's an answer for every question. There's a solution to every problem. Where is it? Inside. It is important that you learn how to work in the theater of your mind. And I want to leave that term with you. Say, the theater of my mind. There's no more God out here than there is in there. Now, I'm going to tell you something important. Because, see, somehow we don't think we're supposed to get rich unless we work and save our money. And that's a practical good way to do so. And, and I'm not going to knock that. You know, it, 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 as much as I dislike eight hours a day, <laughs> it, it's practical and it's significant and it gives it a sense of purpose and direction. Wealth is given. It is not earned. I now enter into the theater of my mind and look upon the stage of my imagination. You've got it set there. And, you, and then I will say, I see myself. And then you describe yourself as you wish to be. So repeat this after me. I now look upon, I now enter the theater of my mind. And look upon the stage of my imagination. And I see myself as I wish to be. While we sit here, somebody's getting rich. And I want you to think about that instead of about somebody tricking you out of your check. Money is an idea. How many ideas can you contain? What is it that brings you your good? Oh, there I am. Look how healthy I am. Look how happy I am. Listen to the way I'm laughing. I'm just the exact weight that I want to be. Look at that. My dimensions are as I would have them to be. Just look at me. And look at all that money around. What are you passionate about? What is it that you really love with all your feelings? Can you transfer that to money. Yes, you can. If you want to. So, learn how to see yourself being, doing, and having the good that you desire. Enter the theater of your mind. Look upon the stage of your imagination and see yourself. And it's important that you see yourself being, doing, and having the good that you desire. Systematically, this man kept trying to destroy everything that something was giving him. 
he was doing it to himself, but not the white boy. He was doing it to himself. Very good. The power of the word, spoken word. And we need to control that property. Huh? If we take words and throw them like daggers, they get results. Yes, you got to see it. You remember Flip Wilson, the comic, who used to say, what you see, what you get. That's true. And the man who said to me, well, Reverend, I got saw this Rolls Royce carnation in my visualization. He made the mistake. He didn't see himself with it. So, also, when you see people with good, always say also, and when you pass those sign, home sign cards, people are looking good, say, that's for me. Let me hear you say it. Say it again. See, bless it, bless them, and say, that's for me. That means that you include yourself in that idea of good. Mighty set. Santana, what's up? It's more like a movement you need be in tune with. Killer the dawn, what's good? Crack music, crack. Sentimental had cocaine in the rent Nothing sweet but all my sweets are presidential Dead presidents, I'm done with residential What I mean, man, I bought my own zip code Leave me alone, I go flip mode Don't care if you black with a big nose White with big toes Just how the shit goes The kid with the sick flow Jewelry, got Bruce Leroy Slash Slick Rick Fuck is you, Negro Diplomatic community, 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 community,
know what the fifth is? Yes, Father, I know what the fifth is. The fifth is a few chains on the ground that I'm an incriminate. The fifth commandment. Thou shalt not kill. That's right. Now I want you to tell me what happened. No, Father. I'm not telling nobody nothing. Don't be afraid, my son. Nobody's more powerful than God. I don't know about that, Father. Your guy's bigger than my guy up there. But my guy's bigger than your guy down here. Listening to Evolution Radio. Visit MakeMoreCommerce.com for more remedies with Joey L, where remedy meets preparation. Keep it locked. You're tuned in to the hottest radio network on the planet, the new Evolution Radio Network. Uh, do the rich people cringe and say, "Don't tell them that, Rob"? Yes, yes, yes. Don't tell people what they what you know. Right. Keep them poor. The moment I pay you, you think like an employee. The moment you accept the paycheck, your brain goes dead. That's the trap. Entrepreneurs work for free. As long as you're hungry, you'll think. The school system was designed to teach you to be an employee or a doctor or a lawyer, a specialist, but never about money. The poor will always be amongst us, because it starts up here. It's, it's in their words, you know, and the words become flesh. But when they say, I can't afford it, or I can't do that, they go down. They become what they say. And I meet so many people, I, don't, I can't afford it, you think I made of money? My PhD dad, he says, what do you think I am, made of money? I can't afford that. And my rich dad would say, that's why he's poor. Poor people say, I can't afford it, I can't do that, I don't have time. Because this is an escape. It's an escape, you know what I mean? It's easy to say, I can't afford it. Oh, I'm too tired. Oh, I can't go to the gym. You know, when you could go to the gym. No, I can't. Truth is, I'm just too lazy to go to the gym. And your rich dad used to say what, instead of, I can't afford it? How can I afford it? How can I do that? A question opens a mind, a statement closes the mind. So when you say, I can't afford it, your mind shuts down. And you become what you say. People right now who are sitting at home, <clears throat> who are struggling financially or worried about money or unhappy, they may be making a lot of money, but unhappy with what they're doing. It was probably taught to you. You know, your super ego was taught, get a job, work hard, or, or you'll never be rich, or the rich are evil, or whatever. Poverty is passed on. It's taught in your families. And middle class is taught in families. And until you change your mindset, Correct. money won't help you, right? Correct. And we see that with people that win the lottery, people that make more money, they still have the same problem. Right. Because they have that poor man's soul. Correct. If you're poor, you'll always be poor. That's really hard for people to understand. Yeah, the money will disappear that fast. Just like most pro athletes, you know, they make millions of dollars and what, 65% are bankrupt five years later? It's because they come from poor families. But unfortunately, what Mr. Lipton was saying, it's passed down genetically. That's the frightening thing. If you don't want to learn it, I can't help you. You know, I have bad luck too. I've, I've had financial crashes. I've had people stab me in the back. 
but they're all good because I grow from it. That's spirituality. You know, people who are afraid of making mistakes like they teach in school, they don't ever grow because spirituality is there's good and there's bad, there's right and there's wrong, there's up and there's down. Most people only want to be right. They only want to be positive. Well, you can't have that. That's not reality. And the average person, the reason they're poor is they haven't failed. You know, they play it so safe. They haven't made any mistakes like they taught in school. That means they don't learn anything. That's why the school system is actually fundamentally corrupt. It's anti-education. But the average guy is standing there, oh, I'm an A student, I'm, gonna, I'm going to do this all on myself. And a, and a bunch of rugby players run you over. You go, well, they're not playing fair. And what, you're not, you're playing stupid. You should have a team. You should have accountants, attorneys, and bankers, and all that stuff. But that's not the game I want to play. I said, then don't play the game. You know, the, the game of business is played with accountants, attorneys, bankers, hate to say it, politicians. You know, you've got to know the game. You know, people say, well, money is not that important to me. Then if money is not that important to you, money is not important to you. I mean, you know what I mean? I don't care about money. The money doesn't care about you. You know, it, the word does become flesh. Or I'll never be rich. Or the favorite one is the rich are greedy. It's the poor that are greedy. You know, if you think about it, because to be rich, you have to give something. You know, you have to, I, I have to produce books and games and I... I purchase real estate, I provide housing, provide jobs and all that. That's why I'm rich. But greedy people produce nothing. You know, Einstein said, you know, imagination is more important than knowledge, but knowledge empowers imagination. And what most people lack is real business knowledge, like accounting, you know, like debt, like taxes. You gotta know that stuff but they don't teach it in school to anybody. You see, most teachers in school, they're out of ethics. They teach subjects they, don't, they themselves don't practice because I understand what a fake teacher is. A fake teacher is somebody who just wants a job and they'll teach anything. You know, they teach how to shine shoes if you pay them more money. But they really don't know what they're teaching. In life, one of the things I suggested people, you gotta find a real teacher versus a fake teacher. And a fake teacher is somebody who doesn't do what they teach. And a real teacher is doing what they teach every day. Our school systems are making our students weaker. So in school, they have these things called now trigger effects. So you can't, as a teacher, you can't say anything that might upset the student. They don't want anything that might jar their point of view. You see, people say, well, why don't you give the poor money? But the only problem with that is it just creates more poor people. Give a man know. a fish, he fishes for the day, or eats for the day. Yeah, you give a man a fish, you get a lot of people who want more fish, you know. But you teach them to fish. We become creatures of our own habits. And until we break the habit, we don't change. Our schools don't teach that. Our schools teach almost the exact opposite of that. And the average person, the reason they're poor is they haven't failed. You know, they play it so safe, they haven't made any mistakes like they taught in school, that means they don't learn anything. That's why the school system is actually fundamentally corrupt. It's anti-education. So what I say to young people is, you, know, you find your game. So my game financially is business, number one. Second is real estate. 
And that's why I pay no taxes. That's why Trump pays no taxes. Legally, it is a combination of business and real estate that gives us an unfair advantage over employees because they don't know what to do. A lot of people would rather sit in the stands than be in the game. One of the greatest ways to acquire great wealth is playing Monopoly in real life. Four greenhouses, one red hotel. But is that all there is? That's it. Robert, if I can give you uh, some kind of a magic phone and you could make a call to the 20-year-old Robert Kiyosaki and give that young man a bit of advice, what would you tell him? I would just say keep going. Just do what you have to do. Just you know, live it to the fullest life, which I did. Nothing I ever did made sense. Now, could you imagine quitting a $120,000 a year job for $200 a month to go fight in Vietnam and almost die? It, it didn't make sense, but it was the best decision I made at that time. And I think what most people do is they let their parents or their friends talk them out of life. So afraid of failing. But failing is how we succeed. You look at the, you guys look at guys like Edison and all that. They failed like 10,000, no, 1,014 times before he invented the light bulb. You know, our schools punish you for making mistakes. That's why we have so many people who are so afraid of admitting they make mistakes or afraid of failing. Uh, yeah, fuck, queer, uh, yeah, fuck, jail, 
never tell If you can, make that bail Pocket swell, goddamn I been getting it, can't you tell Hell yeah, I'm a player Still ain't built to him a layer Yeah, bitch, I'm from South Memphis All we know is drugs and killing I forgot to mention pimping Thank God I came out through trenches Yeah, it's one hell of a feeling When you turn penis to me Uh, back at it again yeah, I told my niggas quit playing, let's run on the ends. Yeah, I hop in so fast through the dash, I'm gone with the wings. Uh, yeah, I'm rolling up, blow back to back in the big man, they clean, man, they clean. Uh, back at it again. Yeah, I told my niggas quit playing, let's run up the ends. Yeah, I hop in so fast through the dash, I'm gone with the wings. Uh, yeah, I'm rolling up, blow back to back in the big man, they clean. Radio Network. I'm your host, Joey Bounce L. Bay. Peace to the gods. Call lines are wide open if you want to get in and holler at me. Uh, if you're in the chat, you want to call in. The number is 347-989-0194. Make sure that you press the number one, get yourself in the queue, and I'll bring you right in. All right? So what up, though? Peace to the gods. It's been a couple of weeks. Um, been rearranging some things, trying to get um, some new things set up going forward. I want to make a couple of quick announcements before we get jumping into this. Uh, i got a seminar coming up. It's going to be in St. Louis. Um, I was working on one in Philly. So if you want to get down with those, make sure that you uh, go to makemorecommerce.com. I'll have all the links up so you can sign up for that soon if you want to attend one of those seminars. All right, we're going to be going into uh, trust, setting up your businesses. Uh, we're going to be doing we're going to be doing a lot of different work in the seminar, right? So I'm trying to trying to make it more interactive. Um, so I want to welcome you to sign up for that and make sure that you check that out. All right, um, all right. With that being said, it's open for Friday, so remember you can put your hand up at any time. You can get in and holler at me, um, and I'll get you in if you got a question or a comment. All right. Um, if you know anybody that might be missing out on the show, make sure you tell them to call in, check out the show this morning. All right. So let's get right into it. Right? I wanted to talk a little bit about secure transactions today. And I think that this is an important topic uh, with everything that we've talked, stuff that uh, people have learned throughout the years. One of the things that we always end up coming back to is this uh, UCC, this non-UCC, and those particular things, right? So, first and foremost, right, people will ask, well, what is a UCC, right? What is a non-UCC, right? Now, these are recorded filings, right? And these recorded filings, they, they help you to um, place a, a security interest, Right? whether it's perfected or unperfected, will greatly be determined by how you actually file this financing statement, right? So I like non-UCCs because they're like what they call gotchas, if you will, right? Um, And 
you know, gotchas or, hey, I got your ass, right? You know, you, you, you thought you had me, but I really had you because I already had a security interest file, right? And they call these hidden security interests. And these are your your non-UCC filings, all right? So I'm going to give you all some, some stuff today that you can that you can use. Hopefully you'll be able to um, matriculate this in whatever area of study that you are currently in with this information, right? So I'm just going to jump right to it, right? 9-312, it deals with the perfection of security interest and what we call chattel paper, right? Now, a lot of people will say, you know, people who've never heard this, you know, they um, they, they would automatically, when you say the word chattel, they, they start thinking cattle, right? Well, that's the furthest from the truth, right? Now, Shadow paper, when we're talking about secure transactions, is a document. It's the document that's used to, to sell property on credit while retaining some type of interest in the property, right? Um, so shadow paper, it, number one, it must show some type of monetary obligation from party A to party B. So you can think of a promissory note in this aspect. You can think of your... Um, your negotiable instruments. You can think of your non-negotiable instruments, right? So then number two, right, in chattel paper, um, there must be a security interest or an other interest retained in the property. So, um, and we've I learned this a long, long time ago. I've always had a security interest on myself and my property, right? And then the secure transaction chattel paper is where you get your promissory note from. So if you're confused about this, I want you to think of uh, something along the lines of like your student loans, your student loans, the time you take out a student loan, it's done through a secure transaction and they have you sign a promissory note to make sure that you come back and you pay that shit back at some point in time. That's how they make sure they get their money out of you. Right. And this is, a lot of people, they don't understand secure transactions, so they get locked into that shit, right? So 9-312, it deals with security interest in chattel paper, deposit accounts like your bank accounts, uh, documents, right, goods that are covered by documents. It deals with instruments. It deals with uh, investment property. It deals with letters of marquee uh, or letters of credit. Okay. It deals with the letters of credit rights. It deals with money. It deals with perfection by uh, some type of permissive filing, aka your your UCC filings. Okay, and then it deals with also what they call temporary perfection with. Okay, so a security interest in chattel paper or negotiable documents or, or instruments um, or investment property can all be perfected when you do a filing. Now, we were taught when I first came into this game that you had to do only a UCC, right? And they and they never taught us about the, the non-UCC, right? We were only taught about the UCC, and that was from the jump. And, and you know, we basically found out that the UCC is only a notice, right? It's not the actual link, okay? Now, um, when you want to perfect this lien, that's when you take it a step further and you actually do the non-UCC. Now, when we talk about security interests, right, except as um, provided anywhere else, okay, 
security interest is interest in some type of deposit, right? And it can be perfected only by the control, right? So when I say control, I mean it can be perfected by the possession, right? So think of like, for instance, um, if you go get a car, right? Nine tenths to the law is possession, right? Who has the property? Who's holding the property? You understand? So this even works for yourself. And I'm going to tell you like this, right? And this is very important, and I hope that y'all listen closely to what I'm about to tell you. Um, in the current climate that we're in, this society, um, slavery never went anywhere. As a matter of fact, um, Okay, I'll, I'll break it down to you like this, right? A lot of people in this country have dogs. You'll see a lot of white folks with dogs. And people say, well, why do white folks have dogs? One of the reasons that white folks began to own dogs in this country was not because they were just so fascinated by having a goddamn pet. It was because they had to own some type of pet so they wouldn't be a pet. Right? Because under the rules of of uh, England, you essentially were were one of the queen's dogs, right? And so it has to be understood that um, possession, right, became nine tenths of the law. So what you possessed, what you owned, uh, made it to where you either had a security interest in a, in a particular piece of property, or you did. Okay, so just to give you a little understanding there of why people, um, you know, and I've said, I think I've said this a few times, even on Instagram, right, about how, you know, people are not animals because we're not fucking animals, but they consider you to be animals. Um, if you take the COVID shot, they consider you to be what they call transhuman, right? Some real crazy shit. All right, so anyways, a, a security interest, right, um, can also be guaranteed by something called the letter of credit, right? And the letter of credit is really important. And it's important to understand the letters of credit because um, your birth certificate, when you authenticate it, what do you think that it becomes, right? It becomes that. You get that full faith and credit, right? So letter of credit is also known as a documentary credit or what they call a banker's commercial credit, okay? It's also known as an LOU. Okay, so it's a payment mechanism that's used in international trade to provide an economic guarantee from a creditworthy bank to an exporter of the goods. These letters of credit, right, are are used in international trade. Um, and you know this is why I spent so much time going over that Hague Convention with y'all and that Hague Trust Convention because y'all got to understand that. What happens is, is that you become a, a instrumentality. You don't want to be an instrumentality of the state. You want to be an instrumentality of yourself, if nothing else. So you get a letter of credit, which is full faith and credit. Okay. So letters of credit are used in international trade, trade agreements, stuff like that. So understanding that um, to introduce a bank into the situation, right, when we're talking about collateral and security interest, there's got to be an underwriter, okay, somebody who's going to assume the risk, right, for the person that's actually 
uh, paying the seller for goods. And this is one of the reasons why the United States, uh, they got to give you full faith and credit. Hell, even your state has to give you full faith and credit, right? Because they're the ones who created the initial security interest, but it belongs to you. So after a contract is concluded between the buyer and the seller, right, the buyer's bank then supplies the letter of credit. Okay, so understand that you're putting yourself, even when you're doing birth certificate authentication, you're putting yourself in the position of what they call international commerce. You're doing the buy and sell, the trade thing, right? Okay, so understand what a merchant is. You you become a merchant. Okay, so um, you know there, there's a few steps to this process, right? So obviously the first one is after a contract is concluded, a buyer and a seller they come together. The buyer's bank supplies the letter of credit. Okay, then the seller consigns the goods to the carrier in exchange for what they call a bill of lading. Okay, so the the bill of lading, if you don't know. Um, sometimes we call it a BOL. This is a document that's issued by a carrier, the agent. This basically acknowledges the, the cargo that's being shipped. Okay, so a lot of times you can do a security interest and never have a bill of lading. So the seller then provides the bill of lading to the bank in exchange for the payment. The seller's bank then provides the bill to the buyer's bank, who provides the bill to the buyer. Okay. Then the buyer provides the bill of lading to get to the carrier and then takes the delivery of whatever the goods are, right, to the person that's actually buying it. And that's pretty much how it works, right, when we're talking about letters of credit, okay? So remember, letters of credit are really important when we're talking about perfecting something. So a security interest um, in money can be perfected only by a secure party's Taking possession. This is done under 9 313, um, and this goes back to possession being nine tenths of the law, right? So a secure party can perfect a security interest in negotiable documents, goods, instruments, shadow paper, all of that, right? By simply having it in their possession, okay? So I just want to make sure that y'all are very aware of that, right? So think about your car, your car title, any of that shit, okay? Now, um, I'm going to give y'all a few things, and hopefully just to help you understand perfected and unperfected, and then we'll hop to the car lines. Now, to establish the priority, the priority lane, right? You got to ask yourself two questions. Number one, is the secure party's interest unperfected? And if so, that party may be entitled to a little priority only over certain subsequent parties. And you'll actually never know if somebody perfected a security interest, right? Because remember, a UCC can be hidden or a non-UCC can be hidden. It does not have to be filed in public. So you have to be very careful because you don't know whose property you might be fucking with. Number two. Is the secure party's interest perfected? If so, then the party may be entitled to priority over unperfected creditors and perfected creditors under what they call the first to file or first to perfect. Remember the um, shit we used to say, uh, first in time, first in line, right? So 
the purchase of the money security, right, and interest, um, it basically deals with the, the control rules, the special rules. It deals with uh, applicable fixtures, things like that, right? So I, I don't I don't want to get too um, too far gone with this because I want y'all to understand where I'm coming from with this, right? But um, there are a few different things here, right, when we talk about competing interest, right, because people are constantly competing for interest in shit like paper, chattel paper. And I want you to think about the United States, right? The United States is doing uh, – they, they basically are passing paper every single day. And they call it seasoned paper, right? So once your shit is seasoned, which means that it was traded on one time, okay, like your birth certificate becomes seasoned, okay? Once it becomes seasoned, then that means that it's eligible to be purchased at a very, very high value, okay? Now, let me let me give y'all a good working definition here, okay? Just a second, I'm going to pull it up, okay? Now, seasoned paper, and a lot of times, um, a lot of people, you know, this goes over a lot of people's heads, right? Okay, but I'll read it here for you. It says, seasoning refers to the amount of, and I ain't talking about salt and pepper, y'all. Okay? Seasoning refers to the amount of time that has passed since a debt security has been issued and available to be publicly traded. Seasoning helps determine if a premium or a discount should be made for the bond in what we call a secondary market. A debt security will often be called unseasoned if it has been traded for less than a year or seasoned if it has been traded for over a year with good repayment track records. In the equity markets, a seasoned issue is also known as a seasoned offering. They call these uh, follow-on public offerings. They call these SPOs, okay? But new issues uh, by blue-chip companies may be considered uh, immediately. Now, a blue-chip company is a stock, basically. Uh, it's a huge company. Blue-chip companies are huge, okay? Basically, um, they deal with secondary markets, uh, capitalization, billions. All right, these are these are these are your Coca Colas and your Boeing's. Okay, these are your blue chip markets. Okay, so when we're talking about seasoning, understand that your birth certificate becomes what they call seasoned paper. All right, so um, when you're perfecting these particular collateral, right, you have to understand who the claimant is. So I'm going to give you a few things to think about here. Um, so first of all, number one, there are always several competing interests in the same piece of collateral. So in such a case, the question arises as to which of these interests is entitled to priority. Okay. So the simplest answer would be to rank each priority according to the time that it arose. Okay. So the code has rejected this approach. And when we talk about the code, we're talking about the UCC code, right? But it's rejected the approach in favor of protecting certain classes of interest holders, right? Because understand that there's always classes of people, right? So just like there's classes of people, there, there are classes of, of people who hold certain interests. And this is why I made the comment about people not being dogs and cats, transhumans and shit like that. Very important. Okay, now, 
Before considering specific rules of priority, it is very necessary to keep in mind who the possible claimants to a piece of collateral are. Okay, so the thing is, is you can't try to make somebody else. And this is why I always tell people, focus on yourself. Focus on your shit, right? Don't try to make somebody else your slave because you might just be somebody's slave your damn self. Okay, so um, the obligor and the debtor, right? So the person who owes payment or other performance of a secured obligation is called an obligor, right? So the owner of the collateral okay, is called the debtor. Often the obligor and the debtor are the same person. Okay? So you got to be able to distinguish, am I a creditor or am I a debtor? Right? Obviously, you don't want to be the debtor because it also makes you what, what they call a surety. Okay? So you got to be able to distinguish these things. All right? Now, um, let's talk about un- the un- what they call the unsecured creditor. Right? So a creditor who has no security interest in collateral but has a personal claim, right? Like like personal stake over something, right? Like like that's my personal property, right? It's called an unsecured creditor. Okay, so this person basically um, they have a personal claim against the debtor. Okay, and this is called an unsecured creditor. Now this type of creditor can acquire an interest in the debtor's collateral if the debtor agrees. Grants the creditor a security interest, or if the creditor basically sues the debtor, recovers a judgment, and then uses the judicial process to levy the collateral. Okay. Now, the next type that you have is what they call a judicial lien creditor. Now, this is a creditor who was formerly unsecured but has acquired a lien on the debtor's property by a judicial process, a judicial lien creditor. Okay. Under the UCC, the term lien creditor also includes. The, the, the trustees appointed in the debtor's bankruptcy, right? Now, remember that the debtor is always in bankruptcy, okay? He's insolvent. Now, the assignee appointed to represent the debtor's creditor in a state liquidation procedure called an assignment for the benefit of the creditor, okay? And basically, this deals with where the court um, appoints some type of equity, to take over the control of the debtor's property. So this you'll see a lot of this in um in cases where people fighting over estates, right? So y'all gotta keep that in mind. Okay. Then we deal with the time of a lien. So in most states a lien creditor um has basically interest at the time of a levy, meaning that the moment a judicial officer physically seizes the property, okay. Um, in a in a in a minority state, right? The moment of levy relates back to the moment that the the court clerk issued what they call a writ of execution. Okay. Um, and then you have bankruptcy proceedings, right? Like where people are insolvent. Okay. And that also can be considered a judicial lien creditor. Okay. Then you have what they call secured creditors, right? So secured creditor basically deals with the security interest and in, in the collateral itself, right, to a creditor, so that the creditor is taking the necessary steps for the security interest to attach itself. So basically, becoming valid, right, in terms of a security interest, you got to have two parties: the creditor and the debtor, and the creditor becomes secured. So this is a secured creditor. Okay. Then we get over to the to the non UCC and all of that, and we deal with what they call perfected 
and secured creditors. So a secured creditor who is also taking steps to, necessary to perfect the security interest from other claimants is both secured and perfected. You understand? This is where you get the non-UCC at. And this is why if you read the secret, you shall not, but you may not find, right? You might be able to find my, my, my UCC out there. I got a UCC out there. I got a couple of them, right? But it doesn't mean that I have to put my non-UCC in the public. It might be sitting in the trust file. Okay? It's not necessary to file a non-UCC, but to perfect it if somebody comes forward. Wait a minute. I got to perfect the security interest there. Okay. All right, then you got what's called a statutory lien creditor. So this is a creditor whose lien interest arises automatically by a statute or a common law, something like that, right? And this is basically called a statutory creditor. So um, statutory liens are granted to taxing authorities, right? Uh, landlords, mechanics, uh, lawyers, artisans, uh, innkeepers, and people who have performed services for the debtor, right? And so this becomes statutory lien creditor. And I've actually seen people go in and challenge statutory lien creditors uh, with the Constitution, right? Because um, the, depending upon the statute, right, well, all statutes are ex post facto. Um, but depending upon the nature of it, it can violate the Constitution, okay? Now, when the lien arises, okay, a lien attaches to the debtor's property at the time of the specified um statute basically that created the lien. So I'll give you an example, right? Like let's say that you own the crib and um, it's time to pay property tax and your shit's not in trust. Well, if you don't pay it, then they put a lien on you, right? They levy your shit, okay? Same thing the IRS does. They'll levy you. So understanding that when they when they begin to do things like this, um, they're talking about the debtor's property. So it's very important to understand that, right, and how possession works, okay? Um. All right, so then the next one is buyers of the property. So if the debtor or the owner sells collateral, the buyer may then face the claim of the debtor's uh, creditors, right, having interest in the property. So a gen as a general rule, excuse me, the law tends to favor what they call good faith buyers. This is why I always talked about good faith and clean hands, right? Um, so you can't buy a piece of property like you can't. And this like like this is crucial, right? You can't buy a piece of property and not have good faith and clean hands. Like so, it, you, you can't buy some somebody, right? And and I, and I know that people think that slavery is not happening, but it's very real. This is still going on to this day. This is why, um, if you even hell, even if you look at um, <clears throat> the whole thing with child trafficking and all of that stuff, right? That's some heinous stuff that's going on, right? But a lot of times, these people are doing it because they're buying what they consider to be property. Now, there's some low levels to that shit, but then there's some very high levels to that shit where people are doing it uh, with paper. They're doing it with seasoned paper with birth certificates, right, social security cards. That's why the government gave you social security cards. The government's like, well, look, we got to protect everybody who's in our jurisdiction. So what we're going to do is give everybody a social security card. And this way we can keep track of all of our chattel. We got to keep track of our property. We don't want nobody coming in and taking our property. So then they have to create codes. And codes are so this way that that property doesn't get abused, right? That's what the whole 14th Amendment and all that was, is really about. 
and and understanding that. And I, I, let me tell y'all something, man. Before I go further, you you have to really think about what you're doing when you come out of this system. And you decide you want to become a national, right? And you want to operate on that realm. Because let me tell y'all something. I'm telling you from experience. You're going into the realm of dealing with the real America. Okay, you're dealing with Trump's America. Right. So as much as we like the republic, let me tell you something. The republic is the hills have eyes on steroids. Okay. And there's some there's some good people out there who 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 believe in honor the Constitution. Okay. And unfortunately, the federal government's so out of control that you know they've gotten to a point where they just want to lock up everybody. Right, but then when you get outside of that, the real America, in the point where you're at, is the rural America. It ain't your inner city America. It's that shit in the country, that backwoods apple pie and shit. You feel me? All right. So, so just understand that um, when when you're doing certain processes where you're trying to own yourself, that's a noble process. But understand that when they pull you out of this motherfucking system, okay. It is very hard to survive. I, I'm telling you from experience. I'm telling you from somebody who had to literally, I've literally had to start over again. Yeah. Not fun. So be very careful about what you do. And understand that you might want to have some paper stacked up. Alright? So let, let me keep going. Um, unperfected creditor versus uh, unperfected creditor. Versus any other unperfected creditor, right? They call this the to attach rule. So um, there are two conflicting um, attached security interests in the same collateral, right? Neither of which has been perfected. The order of attachment determines the priority in the collateral, right? So how are you attached? So your trust, right, is the first in line, first in time, if your trust is set up, right? So as a practical matter, type of dispute is really never litigated because it's simply easier for a creditor to perfect prior to suit and then pre- then basically prevail as a perfected creditor. So this means that when the collateral is repossessed and sold, the perfected creditor will first be paid in full, and only then, if there is any surplus money, will the unperfected creditor be paid. So if the sale proceeds are insufficient to pay the full amount the debtor owes, Unperfected creditor. The unperfected creditor only recourses to sue the debtor personally for the deficiency. Okay, so an unperfected creditor is a junior, or what they call a subordinate, okay, to a creditor who has a perfected security interest in the collateral first. This is under UCC 9-322A2. Okay, so um, the above rule. Perfected over unperfected applies no matter which security interest attaches first, and regardless of whether the, the perfected creditor had knowledge um, at all times of the unperfected creditor's interest. Okay, um, so then I'll give you a couple more here, right? You got the unperfected creditor versus the judicial lien creditor, right? and this is an unperfected creditor is also a junior to, to a judicial lien creditor. Okay, do you have the unperfected creditor versus the statutory lien holder? Okay. Basically, these are, these are holders of statutory liens, uh, auto mechanics, landlords, taxing authorities, 
um, seniors, something affecting security interests, unless the statutes are creating liens. Okay, this deals with unperfected creditors. Okay, and then you have the unperfected creditor versus the buyer, right? So, the the purchaser of the collateral from the debtor um, who pays the value and then receives delivery takes free of unperfected security interest in the collateral as long as they have no knowledge of the unperfected interest. Okay, so basically you can say, well, I didn't have any knowledge of it, right? And that's, I mean, that's a that's a way to do it. You know, motherfuckers try to put lean on me, right? I didn't have knowledge of it. Okay, cool. So then you can step in and use three seventeen. So if the collateral is an account, right? They call it electronic chattel paper or investment property. Um, other than certified security, there is no delivery requirement, okay? Because there's nothing tangible to deliver, okay? So um, this is just some, a few things that y'all need to know, all right? It's open for Friday, so I'm going to open the call lines up. Y'all got some questions on this. It's a really important topic, though, right? It's really important to understand that when we're dealing with perfection of security interest, you got to perfect your interest in your shit, Quick break, um, and then we'll open the call lines up. I got, I got a couple people with their hands up, so we'll see what's up. All right, we'll be right back. Keep it locked. Don't go nowhere. Yeah, come experience life as we know it, as some of you should know it. Yeah, yeah. Place. Marcy, Brooklyn, action, well, y'all know the action. I got the shorty on my block, always clocking my rocks. He likes the style of profile, I think he won the mock. He likes the way I walk, he see my money talking. Now honey talking, I'm the hottest nigga in New York. And I see his hunger pains, I know his blood boils. He wanna run with me, I know this kid to be loyal. I watched him make a few wins, the cop his little sneakers and gear. Then it's just enough for re-up again. I see myself in his eyes, I move from Levi's to guess the Versace. Now it's diamonds like Liberace, that's just a natural cycle, nobody wanna be like Michael where I'm from, just some niggas who bounce from a gun, we out here trying to make our white into cold green, I can help shorty blow out like Afro Sheen, plus I could relive my days of you, which is gone, that little nigga's peak, it's time to put him on, come on, they hold my own weight up in my crown, got to lock it down and when they run, to my crown, it's time to come up, pick up my chest and make some I'm out here slinging, bringing the drama Trying to come up in the game And add a couple of dollar signs to my name I'm out here serving, disturbing the peace Life could be better like my man Reclined in plush leather seats And selling weight, I'm selling eight Bull 16, trying to graduate To push your quarters, y'all I ain't gonna sweat him, I'ma let him come to me If he give me the nod, then these niggas gon' see I'm tired of being out here round the clock And breaking dates And chasing crackers up the block for my pay I'm staying fresh, so chickens check I'm trying to step up to the next level Pushing vets through the jets Diamonds reflect from the sun Directly in your equilibrium and stunned I'm waiting for my day to come I got the urge to splurge I don't want a lifetime sentence Just give me the word It's time to come up And hold my own weight up in my crown Got to lock it down and when they run It's time to come up And stick up my chest and make some loot Got to lock it down and when they run on my own too Hey fella, I've been watching you 
clock. Who me holding down this block? It ain't nothing. You the man, nigga. Now stop fronting. <laughs> I like your style. Nah, I like your style. Let's drive around the world. Cool, nigga. Here's a fact. Oh, gee, I ride with you for free. I want the long-term riches and bitches. Listen to me. You let them other niggas get the name. Skip the fame. Tenth hour, a hundred G. Keep your shit the same. On the low. Yeah, the only way to blow. You let your shit bubble quietly. And then you blow. Can't keep it cool. The only way that people fool is let them show his hands and you play your cards. Then these do deal and I understand. Don't blow your dough on hot. The only thing I got in this world is my work and my nuts. It won't break up for nobody. I like your resume. Pick a day. You can start. From now until death, do what's part, nigga. It hold my own weight up in my crown. Got to lock it down and when they ride, it's time to come up. It's sick of my chest, it makes them loose. Got to lock it down and when they ride, it's time to come up. It hold my own weight up in my crown. Got to lock it down and when they ride, it's time to come up. It's sick of my chest, it makes them loose. Got to lock it down and when they ride, it's time to Seminar in St. Louis. All right, that's gonna be coming up. Um, and I got one in Philadelphia gonna be coming up. All right, and I'm working on some other cities. Um, so hope to see y'all there, man. I have the flyers and everything up. So if you wanna come out, all right, definitely be happy to see y'all there. Uh, admission to the seminar will be two hundred. Um, and this is gonna be a little bit different, man. We're gonna be I'm gonna try to make it a very interactive seminar, man, so y'all can y'all can get the best out of it. All right, and walk away with some good stuff that you need. Um and I'll actually be helping people um do some estate setup as well, things like that. So, um definitely look forward to seeing y'all in person, man. Like I said, Saint Louis is coming up. We're gonna be doing that and then Philadelphia. Alright, so I look forward to seeing y'all there. Alright. So today we're talking about security interest, right? And perfecting my security interest. Um, and I'm gonna just say it like this, right? I heard that, um, you know, there was some good information um, that was given out uh, at Jonah Bay seminar, right? And I want to, I want to invite you to use the information, right? Use it wisely, right? Use it in conjunction. With what you're getting here, right? Use all the information as wisely as possible so you can perfect, right, your property, right? And you should be your first priority. And if you got kids, make them your priority too, right? But don't use this information to try to own other people, right? We had enough of that already in this country. Um, And like I said, that's just one of the reasons why I brought the whole issue up for people owning dogs, right? You know, the queen, one of the things like, and I'll tell you again, one of the things that the, that the queen would do, civilian, is she, she would, she would basically, she would knight people, okay, um, and, and then she'd have top dogs, right, in her cabinet, or if you would, right, um, and you have to remember, right, we're in America, man, 
We sovereigns over here. We kings and queens over here. Emperors over here. Right? So so when England, you know, comes into play and, and they, they really want, you know, I, I have no problem with how they do their thing. You know, that's how they, that's how they run their oligarchy. Okay? Um, you know, remember, democracy is mob rule. Republic is boss rule. So you have to ask yourself, are, am I a boss or am I part of the mob? <laughs> Alright, so let's go to the call lines, man. I'm gonna take some calls. If you wanna holler at me, this will be a good time to get your hands up. Um, it's not, y'all know I don't stay around too long. I had a brother had his hand up. He must have put his hand down. Looks like he did. Alright, so if you got a question on this topic, man, you can get with me. Um I'll give y'all a little information real quick before I get out of here though. Um all right, so I want to give you 18 U.S.C. 242, Deprivation of Rights Under the Color of Law, right? Um, and it says that whoever under color of law, statute, ordinance, regulation, or custom willfully subjects any person in any state, territory, commonwealth, possession, or district to the deprivation of any rights, privileges, or amenities secured or protected by the Constitution or the laws of the states, different punishments, pains, or penalties on account of such person being an alien or by reason of his color or race, then are prescribed for the punishment of citizens shall be fined under this title or imprisoned not more than one year or both and if bodily injury results from the acts committed in violation of this section or such acts include the use, attempted use, or threatened use of dangerous weapons, explosives, or fire shall be fined under this title or imprisoned not more than 10 years or both and if death results from the acts committed a violation of this section or if such acts include kidnapping or an attempt to kidnap aggravated uh, sexual abuse or an attempt to commit aggravated sexual abuse or an attempt to kill shall be fined under this title or imprisoned for any term of years for life or both or maybe sentenced to death that's 18 U.S.C. 242 that's called deprivation of rights. Alright? Y'all need to put that in your in your catalog and start using that. And you're asking me, well, why do I need that? Well, you need that because when you're doing things like affecting your security interests, you don't want anybody to come and try to deprive you of your rights. Okay. I see a three one four number. Y'all had your hand up. Three one four. Where you at three one four? All right, if you got questions, go ahead and put your hands up, man. If not, y'all know how I do. I don't have to stick around too long. 314-282. You're on the line. What's happening? 314-282. All right, can you hear me now? I can hear you now. Can you hear me? What's going on, brother? How you doing, brother? Peace to the God. Doing all right, man. Peace to the God. Surprised I didn't see you in Atlanta uh, last weekend. Oh, yeah. No, I, I didn't go to Atlanta. Okay. Go that was a pretty good seminar. Okay. Well, you know I'm in the loop, so give me a date, man, and I'm I'm there. Okay. All right. That's what it's, that's what it is. I'm actually working on that now. I have dates for y'all by next week for sure. Trying to get everything uh, situated with the hotels. 
Okay, so, that's what's up. It'll be, up. It'll be some time um, in September. Okay, that's cool. Hey, you you was going over eighteen USC two forty two, but what about two forty one? Ain't that uh same about let's the same it. thing? Yeah, hold on, let's pull that up. Hold on, let me pull it up. Okay. Eighteen USC two forty one goes into conspiracy against rights. Right? And this and I'll read it. Mm-hmm. Two or more if two or more persons conspire to injure, oppress, threaten, or intimidate any person in any state, territory, commonwealth, possession, or district in the free exercise or enjoyment of any right or privilege secured to him by the Constitution or the laws of the United States, or because of his having so exercised the same, or if two or more persons goes in disguise on the highway, or <laughs> that's how the police don't or on the premises mm-hmm. of another with intent to prevent or hinder his free exercise or enjoyment of any right or privilege so secure. They shall be fined under this title or imprisoned not more than 10 years or both. And if death results from the violation of those acts committed, um, section includes kidnapping or attempt to kidnap, aggravated sexual abuse, or an attempt to commit aggravated sexual abuse or attempt to kill, they shall be fined or imprisoned. It's the same thing, basically. It's basically the, that's basically mm-hmm. the same thing as, as deprivation of rights. Um, with the exception that this gives you um, the understanding that if somebody tries to deprive you of practicing the free exercise, like like what we're doing right now, like speaking on the on the line, right, or or seminars, right, um, our, our right to assemble, right, or your right to practice religion, or hell, or hell, your your right to to drive up and down the road without being infringed on, and then you get pulled over by a cop, same shit. Right, right. Yep. Same thing. And, and they said, and, and see, I, I like the whole in prison for any term of years, or for life, or both, or maybe sentenced to death. Yeah. Listen, man. You know what's funny is that people take that. People don't take that literally. But but that's that's real. That can actually really still happen. People can still mm-hmm. be sentenced to death in this country, man, for violating your constitutionally protected rights. That's why, that's why, mm-hmm. you know, I, no matter what, like, we always got to go back to the supreme laws of the land. And that's why they got the, and that's why the federal government's got the codes written like they do. Because they know damn well, like, shit, we got to put this in here because we even lie. If you see, this, this whole no. thing, a lot of people, I mean, they don't teach none of these codes anymore. So a lot of people don't even know they exist. Right, but they very well they they out here and they exist. And these codes, this thing about these codes, right? These codes, they're ex post facto, believe it or not. But you got to remember this: the United States is under the Fourteenth Amendment, and ninety-eight percent of the people living in this country are under the Fourteenth Amendment. Right. So they subject to this. They very much are subject. And here's the other thing, right? It said it didn't. But the code was very specific here, though, right? It didn't say if two or more U.S. citizens. It said two, if two or more persons conspire, right? So conspiracies are motherfuckers, right? So mm-hmm. the, the very fact, the very fact that you could come forward and try to 
uh, conspire against somebody's rights. Even with the what we're talking about today with the security interests, right? If you if you get a couple people who come and they say, all right, we, we're going to do this, this, and this, right, to get money out of this person or to trap this person or, or to hurt this person or kill them, well, you still liable, even under the Constitution, going past the code. This is, I mean, this, this is a deep subject, man. That's why, for real, for real, even when we're talking about dealing with security interests, man, we have to be real specific about this shit because that, that birth certificate is worth more than what people think it is. That's your full faith and credit right there. That's what gives you the right to operate on this land. Okay. Okay. And this is what I mean when I say that. Okay. Um, you don't need a social security number to get a job, right? I, the INS, INA, whatever they call themselves, they specifically tell you in their code you don't need a you don't need a social, but they do tell you that you need a birth certificate. You want to go get a job, right? If you want to be able to do certain things in commerce, a birth, you know, to even travel, you can travel with an authenticated birth certificate. You see what I'm saying? So somebody right. I've, I've heard people that done that before. I've never tried it. Yeah, oh, I've done it. I can tell you it works. Matter of fact, anybody who's ever been on a cruise can tell you that it works. And you know why they use them on cruise ships? Because you're on the water. That's maritime. That's the law of the water. They do whatever fuck they want to there. That's why you gotta have a post to, to to show that you docked into a port somewhere, right? Hmm. And remember, coming out of your mama's water into the port of the hospital, they gave you a birth a birth certificate, and then they collateralized that motherfucker and made hella money on mm-hmm. it. And this is why our credit just right. Because because technically the state created it, but because it belongs to you, you are technically the first creditor. They never perfected the security interest in you, but you can. And then once that and when once that happens, then you then you really fall under um, all those rights that were meant under that constitution. Because they said the constitution was never meant for for slaves. And they were, and they right. It, it wasn't. It was. They say it was never meant for quote unquote black folks. And they right. It wasn't because black is not a nationality. You know, we talked about uh, white, free white, more. Right. Those well, are Barack, Barack Obama said years ago that black has no standing in law. I mean, you don't. He said that a long time ago. It don't got no standing. She ain't got no standing. Black is, is, you know, what's black? The sky's black at night. You know what I'm saying? That's a dead entity. And, and here's the thing. I, I, I talked about this with the uh, with the color code, with the monthly color system under the USDA. Right? They have a color system that they use. And black on their color system has a, a value of zero. 
white has a value of two. Has a value of what? Black has a value of zero. White has a value of two. Blue goes out of the color scale. So that those be like your blue bloods, your law enforcement, what they call royalty, blue royalty. That goes out. Goes up to sweat. It goes uh, 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 diagonal. Right, and it goes it goes out twelve. And then you have so yeah, think of it on the on, think of it like a stick, and then a circle around the stick. The stick goes up and down. The top of the stick is the top of the food chain. That's where the USDA the USDA would classify white, right? White meat, as they call it. At the bottom of the stick is the is the black stick. And then they got everything in between, right? Asians and everything else in between that. Okay, your grayscale and all of that. And then you've got your two parts of America that operate outside of that, which would be what? That'd be your 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 blue bloods and then your red bloods. And your red bloods are what they call the, the red blooded America. Those that's the that's that part of America that people don't like to talk about. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's that. That's that. Uh, that 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 redneck America. Nothing wrong with that side of America, but understanding that that side of America, uh, that's the side that that really the Constitution was quote unquote made for. But then you have to have all of these codes to keep everybody in check. That's why I'm a, I'm gonna be straight up here, okay? Because People might think I'm talking in circles and I'm not. The federal government is needed. And let me tell you why. Because if it wasn't for the federal government, racism and people being treated like animals would still exist to this day. Which it does. It's just illegal. Federal government keeps these states in check. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I I guess I can agree to a certain extent. Me too. But, but I, sometimes I it, it seems like some of us, I mean, they just come up with laws to keep <laughs> a certain part of the populace down, though. I mean, they of course. look at the laws that they, the voting laws that. they're trying to pass yep. already in most yep. of these states. So I agree with you. I agree with you. See, you got to look at it like this, right? It's, it's, the, it's the, the monster that eats us all. Right, because on one hand they'll make codes like deprivation of rights, right. Then on the other hand they'll make codes like three strikes you out, right. So you got you got to ask yourself, mm-hmm. right. You got to really ask yourself, okay, well how do I use these codes? Because they're codes, so you got to learn how to. I mean, the, look, man, the, the the devil throws rocks and hides his hand. That's what devils do. You see what I'm saying? That's your that's your maritime law. That's your admiralty law, right? They on the water. They on the high seas. So when you finally dock at the port, that's when we that's when that's when we use the constitution and the and the treaties, the supreme law of the land. That's that's really why, man. For real, like, I, like I, I like 
understand the codes because it's important and they can work to your benefit if you know which ones to use, right? Because you got to remember, it's really not for you. Them codes ain't really for you, bro. Them codes are for them, for, for, for public officials, people who took an oath. That's really who the codes are for. Mm-hmm. What's for you? Treaties and the Constitution. You see what I'm saying? Okay. Yeah. That's just how I, that's how I look at it. I mean, you know, public officials that they they gonna they gonna operate in their capacity. So a public official can't deprive you of your rights. Like, I don't give I don't care if you're president, you can't deprive me of my rights. Because then you become liable. They say if I silence if you silence my rights, you silence your own. Just my thing. Oh yeah, I, I'm gonna be there. Just let me know when it is. Okay. okay. All right. I will. I will fly around soon. All right, man. Good to hear. Peace you. out. Good to hear from you, brother. Peace. All right, man. Let's go to six zero two three nine six. You on the line? Peace to the gods. Peace to the gods. How you doing, yes, man? I'm I'm wonderful, magnificent, and great, man. You already know the story. I'm so happy that large sums of money, silver, gold, and land is attracted to me fast and easily. I've just been going. Hell going, yeah! Man. How you been? I'm good, bro. I'm good. Thank you for asking, man. I'm I'm doing very well. Yeah. You know, I'm over here, living man. Yes, sir, man. You already know, man. I've still been on it. I ain't really been uh, touching on the show, so it's been hard for me to even call in. I can't even call in on Jonah's show at all, nor tap in through the web, through the online. Yours either. I called in. Yeah, they be, they be playing, London, man. But they be playing. Yeah. This is my first time back on the on the air, man, in, in, in about a month, though. Cause, and we ain't done the Friday show. This is the first Friday show, bro, in almost, almost a year. Back, back. So we back. But, yeah, I'm gonna stay back at it now, man. Get this all going so we can uh stay on their helmet, man. After me, man, you already know, man. I still be doing a little uh UCC, man. Uh, full satisfaction yep. claim. It's working easier and easier every time I do it. I don't think oh, I fully pay for nothing, man. I don't think I fully paid for nothing since <laughs> I've been doing it. You understand? Yeah, you got that car paid off and everything. That's a good look, man. I mean, you 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 definitely a testimony to what I'm talking about today, because you right. used that court satisfaction, you know, and it dealt with the security side. I mean, it's a it's a it works when you do it right. Yep, yep. It's Even everything in my house from from I didn't change from the kitchen to the living room to the bedroom. You understand? Know <laughs> everything is upgraded mm-hmm. for a little bit. Everything. And then to and ain't nobody mad at it. Yeah, ain't nobody mad at this. Same company still want us to do business with them. You know what I'm saying? So, yep, so it's a yep, beautiful yeah. thing, man. Yep, it is, though. It is. I mean, and, and the thing is, is you're saving, you're saving thousands of dollars. Yeah. Yeah. Just by only thing that only thing I would say, only thing I would say is, how do can we attack this credit to get our credit tore up on our businesses up faster? It seems like mine is coming to like a, it's slowing down 
it then got to like the high six hundreds and now it's like it's barely inching up, you know? For for your for your business or your personal credit? For my business, I don't use no personal. Okay, so so business credit so this is what you gotta know, right? Business credit operates with a paydex score. So when you operate with business credit, what you gotta do is get you a DUNS number. Um don't just I got all that. Okay. Yeah, I so, got so the number. I got all my bills in the name. You already know okay. all of that. It was when I first did okay. it, the credit was going up fast, you know. And now it right. seems like it's just going slow. I even got other so credit agencies like helping okay. me build so here's, credit. Here's you know? what you got to do. Here's what you got to do. Then you got to get more vendors, right? Um, you typically because because when we talk when we talking about paydex, remember that paydex goes up to a hundred. Okay, personal credit on the FICO side goes up to 900. So when you're dealing with, when you're dealing with business credit on the payback side, specifically the payback side, um, you want to try to get more, more vendors. That's, that's really what it's based on is the vendors. The more vendors you got, the more that credit go up. Okay. So that's what I need to do. Reach out to more, start establishing more credit lines in. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Exactly. Like so, so just, just remember, you you want to you want to constantly check the paydex score. Perfect paydex score, really the relatively perfect is a ninety. You know what I'm saying? Like at that at, at ninety, you can pretty much get approved for anything, and that's easy to get right off the bat. But if you're having problems with getting it past ninety, up to about a hundred, then you want to go get you some more vendors. All right, and where we check our paydex at? So you you can actually check your paydex. You can actually do it with Dun and Bradstreet on their website, or you can get okay, your yeah, Experian, I got it. I got it. I got it. Um, Experian or, or Equifax business accounts. You can do it with them too. Oh, okay. So I think like you got that pulled up already. I just got to check the paydex. What my paydex is at on there or something? Yeah, exactly. You want to check where your paydex is at. Like I said, remember paydex oh. only goes up to a hundred. So if, if so, if you got a credit score that's sitting at six hundred, that's the person. That's what, that's what they call the personal credit score. That's under the FICO. We don't want the FICO. The business you want to pay that. Oh, okay. So the one I'm looking at. Hold on. Say that again. Even okay. if I'm using so, my business. Yeah. So even if you're using your business and, and you pulling up a credit score and the credit score is sitting at six hundred, that's not that's not a payday. That's a FICO. Because paydex don't go up there. Okay. All right, I'll give you what I'm saying now. Yeah. Yep. So, so what you do is, in order to get your paydex up, an excellent paydex score is 90 and up. In order to get it past 90, all you need is some vendors. And if you're a merchant, that's like buying something from one person and then paying them back 30 days later. That's all you got to do. It's oh, real okay. straightforward. Stay away from, right, I'm from, from you know, I try, you know, this, this personal credit is great, but but if, if you're going to to really build the business credit up, just use your FICO. I mean, I, I mean, not, not yeah. If you're gonna build, the, excuse me, if you're gonna build your business credit up, use your paydays and then use your FICO as your guarantor. If you have to, and that might be why you're seeing it level out because you're using it as a guarantor versus yeah. um, versus using 
the, the actual DERMS number to build the payday itself. So this this is what I would advise you to do. If you are using the paydex and you're using the the, the the EIN, go go pull the paydex score through through the Equifax Experience Business and see where your paydex score sits at. That's gonna yeah. tell you. That's gonna tell you how you doing credit worthiness. Cause you might be sitting at a ninety paydex and not even know it, bro. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. So that's basically what I start focusing on, bro. So I just yeah. getting stuff that hit that payday. Yep. Yep. I will. You're right. I think what I'm doing is basically, even though I'm using a business, it's kind of like I'm, instead of uh, using it, operating it as a business, it's kind of like I'm asking for personal shit. Exactly. That's right. You know exactly. So, okay. So they're not really like. They saying there ain't no business expenses going on. This is all personal ticket business has. That's, that's right. Exactly. And they giving me credit. They, yeah, they're going to give me credit off of things I'm indulging in and helping out the business. So if I'm saying if I need to go buy 100 cows or something, they'll give me more credit on that for the business than just saying I'm paying my bills for the business. That's right. That's right. right. I get it. That's, that's exactly how they do yeah, so, yeah, so inventory for the business to get you more credit than paying off sales for your business. Oh, yeah. Absolutely, it will. All right. So that's what I'm going to be looking into. Uh, that's the only problem I really got, man, because, you know, like, once you get to a certain level, we, I think, to me, you need credit to do shit. You know, I'm, I'm sitting on land. I can't get nobody to build on nothing. I can't really do nothing because I ain't got that kind of credit they asking for, you know? And, yeah, that's and right. I don't, and, I, and, yeah, and, and we don't like work. We, all, we got our own, we got our own business. Yep, you don't watch it. Got your own business. So this is something you might consider. Yeah. Um, when you have land like that, if, if you if you go in and try to do commercial development on that land, they'll they'll be more willing to to give you the money that you need to actually build that business up or or to, to build that piece of land up. So commercial commercial real estate development is one thing, um, and I, and I'm not I, you know I'm not a real estate guru, but I can just I can tell you some some ways to get funding for that, right? Um, and, and a lot of that's like what they call private equity funding. But if your credit score is up to your business, that doesn't just say that again. You went out. So what I was saying is a lot of a lot of that stuff is what they call private equity funding. So you may consider using some of that land and building something on it. Like I know a piece of that land you showed me is, is some big land, right? So you might you might say, yeah. okay, we want, we, want, we want to build a gas station on this land, or oh, we we want to put a bank on this land, right? A lot of times you're able to get the funding quicker when you're doing commercial activity. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So like, yeah. you go in and say, "Want to build a house for us to live on?" They're gonna be like, "Uh, all right. Well, maybe we'll give you the money." But if you go in and say, "Hey, we want to build an apartment for for twenty people to live on," then then that that irritable. Oh, okay. This motherfucker's trying to he trying to do some. Yeah. So if, and, and basically, you saying if I go commercial, like to work with somebody, letting them know I got my half. Uh, what can we do to get get together, basically? Because I, I, the way I came at them is basically I was just asking for the money, you know, to build it my, on myself. I do want an apartment complex. 
Yeah, go, if you approach it differently, like approach it from an aspect of actually trying to build like something, you know, like like a community housing project or something like that, a lot easier. But now here's the other thing that I hadn't really talked about. Um, is they call them like fixed income security, mortgage-backed security, things like that. Um, once your trust is in operation, you can use um, your trust and your security agreements and all of that to leverage with the bank um, in order to actually build. So that's another thing. We'll, we'll have to go over some of that in the seminar, but a lot of that is, you know, is a way for you to be able to build too. Yeah, that's another thing too. How, because we need to know how can a trust basically go into the bank and do business with them. You know what I'm saying? You know, yep. like say, say if I do want a loan and I got my assets, you know what I'm saying? How can I actually loan for myself? You know what I mean? That's right. That's right. Yep. Exactly. They don't, and, they don't make it. That's easy. one of the rules. That's one. That's one of the rules to being in trust as a creditor is being able to go step to another creditor and do business with them. Right. You know what I'm saying? That, that's some stuff. I promise you, I'm, I'm gonna start getting into that stuff uh, with people because I got the information on it. You know what I'm saying? And, and it can be done same way we do according to satisfaction. It can be done, but it, it just it takes having everything set up right. And the trust is one of the major steps to that. Right. So if you got some questions, oh, in the meantime, you know what I'm saying? You know, I always wrap with you in private. It's all good. Oh, yep, you already know, man. Every morning, we own it. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. All right, okay, man. Uh, well, I'll let you get to the next caller, man. I'm tapped in. I'm at this gym. Okay, God, you be good. Talk to you soon. Yeah. Peace. All right, let's go to uh, 862-250. You're on the lock. What's going on, Peace, Joey? It's Obi. What's up, Obi? Obi-Wan Kenobi. <laughs> What's going on? What's up? Yeah, this is my first time calling in. Yeah, I was just listening to everything y'all talking about. And um yeah, like I saw the first time I was seeing like the obligor, which you was talking about before. I saw that on some child support documents. They got the obligor, they got the obligee. Um mm-hmm. also I was on a cruise about two years ago and I authenticated my birth certificate. So that's how I ended up showing them. So going through the uh, port or whatever like that, I'm showing the um officer whatever he's like well, i never seen this before <clears throat> and i'm like yes yeah, don't don't rip up my documents don't separate the paperwork he was like i never saw this before going to cruise they have a little orientation they told me <clears throat> uh, yeah we on maritime law and everything like that and i'm like I look at my girl like you caught what you just said so like yeah you on the cruise they explain it it's maritime law pretty much when you're on the water law on the water yeah so that's crazy everything you're saying in here Makes sense. Even um, the last caller was talking about um, the business credit. You explained all that in uh, your business credit webinar. You broke all that down. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Yes, I did. Exactly. Now, now here's, here's what's interesting, right? Because when you authenticate that birth certificate, right, and, and you you out there cruising like that, one of mm-hmm. the things that people don't understand is that you own your vessel. Because you're the vessel out there, Right? Everybody else operating like empty vessels out there, nigga. You you get pirated. That's why you got. That's why you got to have emergency out there because they'll pirate your ass. It, you know, pirating is still going on. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So it's like, hey, wait a minute. I own this. I own this vessel. 
Mm-hmm. That's why I brought. I, I have my regular birth certificate, but some told me, "No, no, bring your authenticated birth certificate." <laughs> yeah, you never know. The house without that shit. That you know what I'm saying. The national passport. I don't need a house without all that shit. Okay. Yeah, which I was saying before. Oh my bad. No, no, you good. I'm saying it's crucial. Mm-hmm. That's what I just said before about the um the travel with that. I never really heard that before. Just travel with the authenticated birth certificate. Yeah. I mean, in a sense, like in a car or driving, whatever like that. Oh yeah. Well, a lot of times. So, so this is how I travel with you. Come on, when you, when you get on the airplane, getting on the airplane, you can travel with your own plane. Um, that's one of the that's one of the the main places. And obviously, like if you get on the boat, when I when I'm moving around doing commerce on the road. Uh, I keep a few different things with me. I keep the road traffic convention on me. I keep foreign a foreign driver's license on me. I keep passport on me. Uh, you know what I'm saying? And, but I also travel with 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 with, with, with tribal tags too. With tribes, I, I travel with trees. So I travel with a few different things. Matter of fact, I have a I have a airport meal. And he, he, I was going, I was going about 100 miles an hour. And he came up to me. He said, he said, when I said, car going fast down the highway. He said, well, I, he said that wasn't you, was it? I said, no, nah, I, I don't think that was me. He said, no, I know it was. He's wrong. <laughs> and then he said, he says, why that thing? I'm like, this is cool. He said, um, is that a state thing or is that like his own thing? I said, that's his own thing. He started smiling. I said, I said, I said, do you, do you want to see the registration? He said, no, 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 everything looks excellent to me. It looks great. Here you go. Have a great day. Motherfucker. And then he asked me if I needed to be escorted somewhere. Uh-huh. Okay. So, and I handed him, what did I handle? Handed him the national passport. I gave him a copy of the, the road convention. Copy of the treaty. And then, of course, he's seen the plate. Everything in trust. So okay. it's a different vibe, man. When you, you know, what I'm saying, and I just tell people this shit because, you know, we have to know these things, man, to operate out here, man, and do commerce the right way. Uh, you're right. You know, I mean, it's okay to contract with these people if you if you plan on doing contracting, but even that, you gotta understand how you're gonna contract with them. Because a lot of brothers who got trucks got CDLs. That's a question I get all the time. How how you travel with a CDL? That's a contractor thing as well. Mm-hmm. But yeah, man. So I'm I'm just telling you all this because I mean, you know, if you traveling on a boat and you seeing it yourself on a boat, then you definitely know that 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 that's maritime. They got you in maritime. Believe it or not, they got you in maritime commerce driving up and down the street with their plates on your car. Yeah, I heard that too. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Okay. Yeah, that's why I'm in the situation I'm in. I still use. I still got a license, which I'm trying to get rid of. I still got to set up my trust. So I got oh, yeah, the. Um, I got the exact letter. I got the. Um, I guess what performance bond, whatever like that. But I still need the uh, petition in court. You know, get that get Where that ball rolling, pretty. Say it again. Hey, where you located at? Jersey? Yeah, Jersey. Yeah, so you, you definitely want to 
you want to do a petition up there. Some places don't make you do a petition. I think Jersey's one of the places that makes you do petitions. Yeah, that's all. That's all I'm waiting on. Once I get that, I'm good to good to go. So I hear everything I'll be saying. I'm ready to get the ball rolling with that. Yeah. That's well, nice. I tell you like this, man. Once you get that done, you know that that's half the battle. Mhm. They they make it harder up there to set shit up up here just because you know there's a there's a lot of there's a lot of Jewish people up there yeah, who have. Yeah, they live in trust up there. They understand. Mm-hmm. They understand the trust game real well. Yeah, I know you can see in their constitution the way they word everything. Yeah. Oh hell yeah. They they understand the trust game real well, and then they use it against you too. So they you know talk about law matches. They understand that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. I called and spoke to them. Some of them was acting like they didn't know what I was talking about. They were trying to gear yeah. me, like, straight into a certain direction. I'm like, no, I'm not talking about that. So, yeah. Yeah, I really you know. know what they're do, doing. Do, do we need to, um, you got to refresh my memory. Do we need to speak in private? Yeah, yeah. That's what I was pretty much waiting on, speaking okay. in private. Let's right. wrap that up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Send me a text. So, because I, I got a new phone. Send me a text with your number. Um, and I'll hit you up this afternoon. All right, say no more. I'll do that. That's when you go off the phone. Got you. Okay. All right. That's what it is. Appreciate you calling in, bro. Good to hear your voice. All right, brother. Peace. All right. Peace, God. All right. Let's go to uh, 862 800. Hi. Good morning. How are you? Uh, good morning. I'm doing well. And yourself? Good. Thank you. Good. Um. So. I just have a, a straightforward question. I'm still in like the beginning processes. I've been listening to a few of your webinars, but um, I am actually due to give birth to a baby girl next week. Congratulations. Um, thank you very much. And I'm just a little confused. Like, I just want to know as far as what I should do with signing the birth certificate or any okay. paperwork that they might give me, how to handle that. Okay. So the, the way that that works is um, they're going to hand you a set of forms. They're going to ask you, um, number, one, number one, they're going to ask you to fill out a social security form. And they're going to mm-hmm. also ask you um, to fill out her name. Now, if you don't fill out her name, um, they're going to call her baby girl. Um, and then, like, so if your last name was Harris, they'd call her baby girl Harris. Uh, um, and so... That's the first thing is, is, is filling out the name. If you want her to have an Aboriginal name or title nobility, you got to do that right then and there. Okay. Um, okay. The other part about that is you need to put her nationality down from the start. So if you want her to be deemed as a Moor, you have to put down that that she would be Moor, America's Aboriginal, Native, New Jersey. Wherever you are, you in New Jersey? Yeah. So she'd be a native New Jersey. You know what I'm So you have to, you have to write that on the paper. Okay. The other thing is about security. Um, they, they, the reason why they try to force security off the bat is because they dollars to the Okay. So what you can do is you can opt 
you a hard time. So you now. Uh, sometimes they just had a bring couch. But the way that you do that is you don't want her to have a social because you want her to operate commerce at some point. You can always get her EIN and snack. Okay? Okay. Um, and you can help do that. Um, you can always get an EIN number or not. And the EIN number will allow her to commerce the same way. Now, the social security system, let's this is beyond. By the time she gets to be 55, that social security system will probably be long gone. Okay? Hell, it'd be probably be gone by the time we get 55. <laughs> right? So you have to really decide whether or not that's the system that you want to throw her in. Because you can use EIN numbers with no problem um, and allow her to operate in commerce. So let's recap. When you're in the hospital, they're going to give you a set of forms. They're going to make you feel social. They're going to make you fill out her name um, and her identity. When you're filling out her name and all that on the birth certificate, um, I've always told people, make sure that you put the nationality down and give, and give the child the nobility right then and there. Okay? That's the first part. If you don't, if you, if you elect to not give the child a name in the, birth, in the hospital, they'll call her baby girl, whatever. Okay? Then the second part about that is the social. If you decide to um, do not give her a social, then you need to create an EIN number for her. Okay. The EIN number that's created, it's not, not an LLC, anything like that. You can set up an unincorporated uh, association, and you can, you can name it after her. And you can do that under religion. You can, you can use the Constitution. It's, like, it's against our religion to take the mark of the beast. And the, the Mormons do it all the time. Um, you know, people who live off the grid do it. So you're not doing anything illegal by not taking a social. Okay. It's just, it's a, but it's a choice. And you also, under the Privacy Act, you also have that choice as well. So if they give you problems, I would, when you go into the hospital, you might want to have a copy of your state constitution with you. You might want to have a copy of the deprivation of rights that we talked about earlier with you. Uh, you, you might even want to have a copy of the treaties with you. Okay. Got it. For the EIN, do I do that before she's born or after? The EIN, you can do it before she's born. Okay. But it might be best to wait. You, if, if you're feeling up to it the week that she's born, do it the week she's born. Okay. But just know that as soon as as soon as you have that baby, the hospital is gonna be coming up in there. Unless you're doing an at home birth or you are you having a birth at home or you going to the hospital? No, I'm going to the hospital. Yeah, so and and yeah, 'cause when you don't have a doula, right, somebody that can do the at home birth, the hospital mm-hmm. is the receiver of the ship. Right? So think of yourself like the ship, you hold the water. Right, and that that baby's coming in. Right, mm-hmm. that baby comes to the port. They want to market with the port authority. Yeah, I know about port authority up there in New York, New Jersey, sure. So think of it like port authority. Okay. Right? So it's very important that that, that you your game plan together because they already know what they're gonna do. They got to set up. They're gonna send somebody up there with them forms. And you can fill these forms out when you fill them better. You fill them forms out. Next thing you know, she's in the system. 
They got themselves a new U.S. citizen. Right. Every day they lose a citizen, the game won. Before the game team. Who knows how many babies they won. Yeah. But, uh, I'm, I'm, sure, I'm sure that there's at least across the United States every day. I'm sure there's at least a thousand kids that have been there. Mm-hmm. You know, so let's just say at a minimum, they're getting a thousand new U.S. citizens every single day. And then, you know, all the people that die every day, they, you know, they're, they're cashing out bonds. So you remember this. They're bond on so, so for you to, to opt out of that means that you're giving her a fight and stand from the jump. Okay. Now, I will say this, and this is very important. Um, and you have to consider this. Right? A lot of people... You know, you may not want your child to be in the system. But like I talked about earlier, you have to decide, you know, if um, pulling her out of the system you know, or not not putting her in the system to have long-term adverse effects on you and her or really on her, um, you know, because if she's not, you know, she may have this little hardship. Let's just be honest, there's some hardship in this country. That's why the birth certificate is very important. Don't leave the hospital without getting it. Okay. But you do have to decide whether or not, okay, hey, is this, you know, am I fully understanding of what I'm doing here, right? Because you want to be able to make sure that, you know, if she ever needs medical attention or anything like that, she can get what she needs. Right. So, um, but, but you know, I don't want this, I don't want to overwhelm your information. So let me just say this. If you're going to do that and, and you don't want to have her get a social, make sure you get a EIN for her real credit on it. Okay. Okay. Very important. Perfect. All right. Thank you so much. I'll let me. You can always go to make more commerce and um, set up a console with me. I'll be happy to walk you through it. Okay. Perfect. Okay. All right. Thank you so much. All right. All right. All right. That's what's up. Uh, We're going to take a quick break. And then we'll come right back and um, take any final questions. We'll open for a Friday. We're right here. Keep it locked. Don't go nowhere. Um, we got a couple seminars coming up. We got one in Philly. And I'm going to have another one in St. Louis. All right? So it's Friday, man. We'll be right back. I know you don't smoke weed. I know this. But I'm going to get you high today. Because it's Friday, you ain't got no job, and you ain't got shit to do. Thank you. 
chillin' with my best niggas down in Belize I got a button to bad bitch, stress relief We get to work, even so jobs to Steve Nosy bitch, you can go and get the hell on I see it Got a Donnie Brasco in your circle Be careful, cause you're close homeboys to mercy We're talking real money I'm talking revolution Execution, Bill Gates mixed with Dewey New Translucent Blowing something exclusive Conclusion Black house money music Talking real money I'm talking revolution Execution, Bill Gates mixed with Dewey New Translucent Blowing something exclusive Conclusion Black house money music It's rare to give it to you illustrated Beforehand, sit amongst the congregation uh, Bear witness to murder at his premeditation uh, At their heads like Arab Decapitation uh, Segregation, separate from all the hate And currency is concentration equals contemplating Alternate ways to get what it is you taking Put a stake in, monopolize the situation Organization with a franchise in every nation On the bond for just the money elevation So catch me in the stars once the constellation we're talking real money, I'm talking revolution. Execution, Bill Gates mixed with Dewey New. Translucent, blowing something exclusive. Conclusion, Black House Money Music. Talking real money, I'm talking revolution. Execution, Bill Gates mixed with Dewey New. Translucent, blowing something exclusive. Conclusion, Black House Money Music. We like mobsters. Sitting at the round table. Hey, B3, be the team, we got our own label. The whole team's strong like we lifting barbells. We a corporation and a cartel. I can't see my zenith, I'm far from my prime. I ain't looking at the blimp, but the world's mine. KC's finest, New York state of mind. Rap kingpin when it comes to the rhymes. A strike of my pen is a twirl of a wand. Nah, zero flow, click firm full of dawn. I call shots like I'm Escobar. We step out, they need shades just to see who we are. We the black rising stars that give you revolutionary black panther bars Listen, the nuisance, the problem that no one could solve I exert powers in 48 laws We're talking real money, I'm talking revolution Execution, Bill Gates mixed with Dewey New Translucent, blowing something exclusive Conclusion, black house money music Talking real money, I'm talking revolution Execution, Bill Gates mixed with Dewey New Translucent, blowing something exclusive Visit MakeMoreCommerce.com for more remedies with Joey L, where remedy meets preparation. All right, all right, we back, we back. Right here on uh, New Evolution Radio Network, open for on Friday. Uh, I'm um, going to close out the show here in a second. So if you want to get with me and ask a question before we get out of here, this would be a good time. If not, you go to MakeMoreCommerce.com and holler at me. Uh, let your people know, man, we're back on Fridays. Um I'll be back on Sunday as well, uh, starting this Sunday, uh, 7 p.m. Eastern. All right, so look forward to talking with y'all. Like I said, I've got a couple upcoming seminars. i got one in St. Louis that I'm going to be doing, and i got another one in Philadelphia I'm going to be doing. All right, so I look forward to seeing y'all through seminars if you're in those areas. 
Uh, make sure you get your tickets. You can come on out, makemorecommerce.com. Holler at me. Uh, with that being said, man, uh, we'll be on next Friday, same time, same place. Um, we don't like we got no more people on the call line. So I'm going to say peace to the gods, man, and I'm going to get up out of here. Y'all enjoy y'all Friday. And uh, if you got some questions, man, y'all know where to get with me at, man. I'm always at the same place, man. Makemorecommerce.com, all right? I'm going to say peace. Mm. <laughs> Personally, niggas rather work for the man than to work with me Just so they can pretend they on my level That shit is irking to me Pride always going for the fall, almost certainly It's disturbing what I gross What I gross Survey says you not even close Everybody's office till it's time to pay for the office To them end points to separate the men from the boys over here, we measure the test for how many people successful next to you. Here we say you broke if everybody gets broke except for you. Ow. Ain't nothing to it. Real one. Ain't nothing to it.
shout out to Ruby and Tune in every Sunday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on the bottom line with Joey L. On the new Evolution Radio Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.